Hello, everyone, and welcome to our daily Ag Newsmaker interview here today. I'm Lori Boyer. I'm joined by Erin Carney. She is the Executive Vice President of the Colorado Cattlemen's Association. Erin, always good to check in with you, not only to find out what's going on with the association, but also, of course, in the industry as these producers are out working and calving. We rely on folks like you to give them updates. Legislative session is in full swing here in the state. So what are some of the things that you are monitoring right now? Thanks, Lori, for having me. And, you know, um, there's a lot of a lot of things going on. Uh, the the legislative the state legislative session is really heating up. And we we saw um, bill drafts dropped this week that are that are really concerning um, to private property rights, landowners and oil and gas industry. Um, and then and then, you know, we have um, <laughs> national um federal policy not really going a whole, where anywhere at all and so um i don't know it's interesting dynamics when we start thinking about the state legislative session and then also um really kind of our conversations are heating up on ballot initiatives too as this um is really a time where we need to start ramping up uh both opposition campaigns for the city and county of denver as well as the state ballot initiative. So, Lori, I would say a lot on the policy front, um, especially with the state legislative session. If we could, Erin, could you please elaborate a little bit more on the private property rights? What are you seeing? What's going on? Yeah, so um, I I believe there was a bill draft circulating, and it's um, an oil and gas bill um, to cease all new exploration by 2030. This is being sponsored by um, Hawkeyes Lewis, as well as others, um, and it's just kind of a moratorium on oil and gas. And so, um, this hasn't this bill hasn't been introduced yet, um, but there there are numerous sources that have kind of um, leaked it and shown um, kind of the implications of of that bill. So that's really um, one of the most extreme concerning ones um, that we've seen and of course you know when we think about landowners and and their right for um, to allow oil and gas on their land it's always landowner choice but uh, always to have that option so I would say really a lot of the big bills um, were were released or the drafts were released today or this week um, the other ones that I would also um, just flag are Department of Natural Resources are introducing a bill um, to reintroduce wolverines. And um, wolverines are of the weasel family, and there's only about 400 to 500 throughout the United States. And they, um, for cattlemen, it's not... Um, there's not the concern like with wolves of being an apex predator, um, but their habitat is really alpine up high in the mountains. And my and cattlemen's and other concern and other organizations' concerns is more that land use restrictions or restrictions on especially federal lands um, due to those habitats. So we're working through those once again. <laughs> I think there's uh, uh, some distrust with Department of Natural Resources as well as CPW throughout this all. And so we're trying to balance that um, with 
also will deceive where it goes with that Wolverine introduction. It would seem to me, Aaron, on the oil and gas, that would be illegal if they put a moratorium on it because you would be directly taking somebody's private property right. Absolutely, and I think that's what we're all concerned with as well as the taking, and it's just a flat-out extreme bill. Um, and so, of course, like I said, it hasn't been introduced. We just have um, the leaked kind of draft of this, and we'll, we'll of course, be signing on to multiple letters as well as um, doing as much as possible. Um, a priority of the governor's administration. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of interesting because also there was just kind of the comments on the federal letter level from U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service on Wolverine status. And so that that's not even finalized. And then we're also trying to rush this process of Wolverine introduction. So our message to DNR and CPW is, how about we get through one introduction and try to do that one right um, before we, we start this rush process of this uh, other species? Yeah, I can't even imagine what that means for their own staff to be able to yeah. take an, all that extra work on. Yep, absolutely. Okay, Erin, what else are you working on or monitoring? I just wanted to, um, you know, really talk about the two ballot initiatives. And I think there's uh, coalitions uh, around both of them. But now is really the time where if you have a few spare dollars or you know someone around that, you know, we always say money gets more expensive the closer you get to the ballot. And so that's so true. The first one is, of course, the city and county of Denver ballot initiative banning slaughterhouses. Um, there's only one you know, slaughterhouse facility in the city and county of Denver. It's Superior Farms, a lamb processing plant. But what is concerning to us is just um, the the clear message that um, the supporters of this ballot initiative have have said that you know, if they get it through here, it's coming to the next city near you. And so um, they won't stop. Our our goal is to defeat it and defeat it big um, to to show that they're no longer um, animal, you know, welfare activists are not, they won't be successful and they're not welcome here in Colorado. And so there's an opposition campaign of businesses, national meat companies, um, you know, the state organizations all coming together to work on this campaign. And so I just wanted to flag that um, messaging and all of that will be coming soon. And we've learned through the Wolf campaign that message discipline and message messages developed through polling and asking voters um, how they respond is really important. And, and we might have our own ideas, but really sticking to those messages is how, how we win the campaign. You know, we talked about takings with oil and gas, but this is really also our takings of, of a business as well. Um, and so we're, we're all coming together to work on this campaign. Um, the second one that I also wanted to talk about was um, the state ballot initiative to ban big cats hunting. Uh, this would be mountain lion, bobcat, and lynx. And, you know, I think there's 
the, you know, sportsman groups have been going throughout the country, big sportsman expos and has been have been raising significant amounts of money. But I think we in Colorado, you know, need to do our part in also spreading the message. Uh, there's also talking points for those. And it's not the gory details, but it's what resonates with the voters and the voters we need to to maybe change their minds as well on this or our, our teetering um, back and forth. And so that big cat hunting, there's, you know, wildlife group, wildlife organizations, sportsmen groups, ag organizations, all coming to the table to um, build a coalition um, in that opposition campaign as well. Erin, anything else to mention today? I think there's a lot going on. And you can always go to Colorado Cattlemen's Association website. We have a tracking list of all the bills we're tracking, as well as the positions that we've taken based on policy of our organization. So always feel free to check that and see, you know, what bills are introduced and what bills uh, the Cattlemen's Association are checking. Erin, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Lori. Thanks for having me. Aaron Carney, Executive Vice President of the Colorado Cattlemen's Association. My guest, I'm Lori Boyer.